I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I love your podcast. This is gold. This is where it's at. What is up, podcast fam? Happy Wednesday. Hope you all are having an amazing week. If you have not yet done so, please check out the episode that just dropped this Monday with David Spinks. David is a longtime friend, incredible entrepreneur, and someone who just has an amazing journey in building his dream life, both in business and life. Before we jump into this recap episode, please take a moment, share this episode with a friend, Leave a review on Apple Podcasts and make sure to tag us on anything via Instagram at bits of gold underscore podcast. With that, let's jump right into this one. This is my recap episode with David Spinks. Lots of gold in this episode, lots of amazing content, amazing lessons. Let's jump right in. Bits of gold number one find your community. David is the community guy. He's built an entire professional career, an entire business around helping others build community. And, you know, one of my biggest takeaways from David's story, really from the get-go, is the importance of building community in your life. And this was not something directly that he mentioned, but I felt compelled to share this takeaway, share this bits of gold via this recap. You know, David grew up and he longed for community from a young age. You know, both his parents, immigrant parents, and he just never felt like he fit in. He felt out of place and he wanted to find community where he felt he fit in and could thrive. And in that journey, he really started to build his own community. And he made mention of building this online community via video games with Tony Hawk. You know, so for all you parents listening, it's not necessarily a bad thing if your kids are obsessed with video games at that age. And, uh, you know, he started building this community via Tony Hawk's and it became a community with a few thousand members in its peak. And from there, he really grew and never stopped building community, fostering community. And in college, he was extremely social, helped build community there. And from there on, he started to make his career, his profession, helping companies build community. And you know, really one of my biggest takeaways from David's story is the importance of building and finding your community, your team, your supporters, your family, your friends. You know, your community is so so important. The people who have your back unconditionally, who want to see you succeed, who want to see you thrive, who are there for you no matter what, through the thick or thin. You know, there's that saying that you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And I really don't think people are thoughtful enough around their community, their inner circle, around who they surround themselves with. And I just don't believe this is an area that you should settle in. And I think a lot of people don't spend enough time and energy thinking, you know, is this relationship a relationship I want to continue to build? Is this a relationship that is growing? Is this a relationship where, you know, we truly have each other's back? I know a lot of people post-college who had some friendships or they're in the same circle and, you know, their friendship never really evolves. And 
I think it's important to really do a double take and to evaluate who has your back unconditionally and ask yourself, you know, does this person really want to see me succeed? Is this person truly a good friend? Is this person really someone who wants the best for me? And I just don't think this is an area that you should settle in your life. Like every other area in your life, it's important to be extremely thoughtful around your community. If you don't have community, go and find it. Go to meetups. Go start a hobby and meet a stranger. Say hello. You know, I've met tons and tons of people through pursuing some of my greatest hobbies in the gym, whether that be boxing, kickboxing, lifting weights, etc. I've found community in those things. And I think it's important that you go about doing the same. Eliminate the people that are not adding value to your life and focus on surrounding yourself with amazing people and building amazing friendships that will last a lifetime. So be thoughtful around you know, your community, your team, your inner circle. Really, really be thoughtful around this. And I hope this is an area that you can take a step back and evaluate what are good friendships, what are bad friendships, and who do I want in my life in five years, 10 years, 25 years, 50 years, etc. And just be thoughtful, find and build an amazing community. Bits of goal number two, the hardest things in life become your greatest assets. It's where all the bullshit fades away. Difficult things can and will ultimately make you better. I spoke quite a bit around this topic with David. David got fired from his job and it was one of the most devastating things that have happened in his life. And hard things are hard, but I promise you, they can also become one of your greatest assets. You know, a hard conversation with a friend, a coworker, a boss, an employee, a partner, that can be really challenging. But on the other side of that challenge is a lot of growth, is a lot of untapped potential. You know, a hard period in your life financially, it will suck. It will be shitty. It will hurt. It will mentally wear and tear at you. But eventually on the other side of that, there will be a lot, a lot of growth. A hard moment of struggle professionally. You know, I've been there. I've failed in business. I got let go from a job. It is hard to face those things head on and accept it, to accept that maybe you didn't have what it takes. Maybe you just didn't spend enough time or energy. You didn't do enough things right. When I got let go, you know, in some ways I felt freed. I felt like I had the opportunity to go and build my business. But at the same time, I did take some time to think, well, what did I fuck up in? Why did I get let go? Why couldn't I leave on my terms? What did I do wrong? What could I have done better? You know, those are hard pills to swallow. But ultimately, on the other end of those are growth. It's untapped potential. It's ways to look at those hardships and say, what now? You know, now that I'm in this situation, what am I going to do now? And I know I've talked about that quite a bit. You know, really, those moments of struggle can lead to so much growth. You know, for me, the hardest moment in my life has been loss and losing both my parents, sitting there unable to change the circumstances, unable to take the pain away from myself, my mom, my dad, my sisters, my aunts, my uncles, cousins, my family, my family, friends, without a doubt, the worst and most painful moments in my life as I just sat there helpless and unable to change the circumstances, unable to take the pain away. Those hard moments sucked. I mean, that was the worst moments, the lowest lows of my entire life. There is nothing good about it in the moment. Later on, I'd be lying to you know if I said there was. Some things just suck and it doesn't need to be as extreme as loss. Getting broken up with, you know, getting dumped, losing money, getting let go. Those are all things that truly, truly suck. They hurt. They feel like 
you know, getting punched square in the face, getting knocked down, maybe standing right back up and getting thrown right back down. It can fucking suck. But life is difficult. And I'm not going to tell you anything different because that's the cold, hard truth. But putting yourself in those circumstances or even life throwing you into those circumstances will force you to look at habits, to look at bad routines, and to look yourself in the mirror and figure out what you want to change in your life, who you want to be, who you want to become, how you want to spend your limited time on earth, and how you can become the best version of you possible. You know, if you're open to it and you allow for it, the hardest things in your life can become your greatest assets. You won't see it at first, but there is light at the end of the tunnel. I like to say the light isn't even at the end of the tunnel. The light is deep within you. You carry that light and it's on you to turn that light switch on. The pain or hurt, it may never go away. You know, some things are easier to move forward from, whether that be loss or getting let go, you know, but some things as extreme as loss, you know, that is pain and hurt that I will personally carry with me for my life. But I promise you, because I am living proof, you can grow from the worst things in your life. They can, in some ways, become your greatest asset. You can take the worst experience in your life and say, what now? What am I going to do now as a result of the situation that I'm in, as a result of the circumstances I am in? You know, I think very much frequently around loss. And, you know, for me, of course, you know, I could I could sit here and tell you, you know, both my parents died and all I want to do is close my door, turn the lights off, lay in bed and say, fuck this and fuck that. And it's so unfair. Life has knocked me down not once, but twice. And the curveballs that life has thrown my way, it is not fair. I can do that. I can complain. I can give you every reason why and play the victim card of why life is unfair. But in my honest opinion, that's not what life is about. Life is hard. It is beyond difficult. But it is your duty. It is your obligation to build your dream life. To say knowing how limited my time on earth is, I'm not going to let, you know, these big things eat at me. I need to focus on what I can control. And what you can control is the attitude you have when you wake up in the morning, being grateful when you wake up in the morning, saying today is another day to live my life, to be healthy, to get out there and build my dream life, to be grateful for what I do have. You know, those are the things you can control. And I really do believe that the hardest things in your life, you know, Eric Thomas hip-hop motivational speaker, he says it all the time, it may last a minute, it may last a day, a year, but eventually it will subside. And like I said, with loss, it's complex. That may be pain you carry with you for life, but there is light deep within you and it's on you to turn that switch on and turn the hardest things in, in your life into your greatest assets. So with that, let's move on to bits of coal number three. There will never be a point in your life when you are like, okay, I'm good. The only time you can find that is right now, in the present. Be happy with the present. This is truly a tough one to swallow, and I've written about this quite a bit, and I've spoken about this a little bit on the podcast, and it's hard to truly understand. Lots and lots and lots of people are so focused around tomorrow, three years, five years, 10 years, 20 years, and chasing this idea of happiness in the future instead of being fucking happy right now. And to be honest, I don't get it. You know, I understand because I've been there before, but I know too many young hustlers, too many young entrepreneurs, people fresh out of school in their 20s, 30s, and even their 40s who are telling themselves this bullshit story. I'm going to sweat now. I'm going to hustle now. I'm going to put my work in now. 
So when I'm 30, when I'm 40, when I'm 50, I can enjoy. And I know people in all parts of their life, in all moments of their life, that are telling themselves this narrative. And I do find it funny because people in their 50s who are telling themselves this, they told themselves that probably when they were in their 20s and they're still in the same boat. You know, people have this mentality that they're going to do shit that they hate now, that makes them miserable now, that doesn't make them really come alive now in the off chance that one day in the future they'll be successful. It is so backwards to think that way. You know, this idea that I will be happy and enjoy, you know, life down the road. So many people are living in this when I get there mentality. When I get there and I have X, Y, and Z, I will be happy. I really deep down believe that this is so beyond backwards and twisted. And I don't know if it's just this bullshit hustle talk that has been promoted towards people on YouTube and Instagram over the last five, 10 years. But in my personal perspective, it is not okay to not be happy with the present. No amount of money is worth it. Truly, truly. And I believe that. I had this mindset for, for quite some time, you know, where when I get X, Y, and Z and I achieve X, Y, and Z, I will then be living my dream life. And I actually remember telling my coach this and she said, the problem isn't that you haven't achieved X, Y, and Z. The problem is you aren't happy with what you're doing in the moment, in the present. You aren't truly living your dream life. And this was such an eye-opener for me because this mindset of do X, Y, Z now to have X, Y, Z later is so backwards. The point and the target will always keep moving and growing. You know, that the idea of there, when I get there, that there is always moving. It's a moving target. As you grow and you hit goals, your goals will evolve. They'll morph. They'll change. Something that was important and seemed far in reach in your 20s becomes old news in your 30s. You realize not only can you hit that, but that goal was low and you realize you have new needs in life, new desires, new hobbies, new goals. And you know you start to say, oh, I have new goals in my 30s. So that idea of there, it is constantly a moving target. And, and you realize not only can you hit that, but you crave more. That's natural. We're humans and that's okay. But you will never get to a point where you will say, okay, I'm done now. I've, I've made it. I've achieved X, Y, Z, and now I can take a break. And I really don't think anyone, anyone ever says, okay, I'm done now. You know, most people who are striving, who are go-getters, who are hustlers, when they get to a certain point, they very quickly say, okay, what now? Because that's natural. That's, that's the go-getter mentality. You achieve something and you set your eyes on new goals. And, you know, that's why it's important to be happy with the present. You have to be happy with right here, right now. Instead of chasing happiness in the future, or this idea of happiness in the future. Build a life of happiness today, right now, this very second. You know, start doing things in our life that map towards happiness today, right now. Don't suffer now and be happy later because that later may never come. You may never achieve XYZ. Your life may be cut short. And it's just the it's just the hard truth. There's no point to suffer now. Build a life of happiness now. Happy now, happy later. Life is too short to do shit you hate, period. Happy now, happy later. And last but not least, bits of goal number four, straight from David Spinks. The journey is the destination. The life you love is now. You may not have accomplished all the things you want to accomplish yet. The truth is you never will. A life you love is a choice a little bit. It's a choice to love who you are and where you are, regardless of the external metrics. What an awesome way to end the podcast, to end this episode. You know, I think David's bits of gold are very much in line and aligned with my bits of gold. Happy now, happy later. That wraps up this episode. If you liked it, please make sure to subscribe 
on Apple Podcasts, Bits of Gold Podcast. Make sure to tag us on Instagram, Bits of Gold underscore podcast. Share this episode with a friend. With that, have an amazing rest of the week, and I'll see you all on Friday. I love your podcast, Bits of Gold is where it's at. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.